The Wild West of America is a part of history that everyone knows all about, but really don't. Our perception of this time has been shaped by years of movies and TV dramatizing and romanticizing it. Empire of the Summer Moon, written by S.C. Gwynn, gives an account of this epoch-making time in American history, specifically through the lens of the Comanches. Hence the subtitle of Kwana Paka and the Rise and Fall of the Comanches, the most powerful Indian tribe in American history. There's a lot squeezed into these 400 pages, but here it is distilled into the official blurb. A stunning, vivid historical account of the 40-year battle between Comanche Indians and white settlers for control of the American West, centering on Kwana, the greatest Comanche chief of them all. This book has some really interesting information in it, such as a section about what a huge impact the arrival of horses was to the Plains tribes. I learned from this that the horses arrived on the land with the Spanish and then over the course of time spread across the country and became a critical tool for travel, war, food or work. The establishment of the Texas Rangers also forms part of the narrative and this was something that I'd never read up on so I took a lot away from this. It's not the easiest book to read however as while there is some interesting information here Gwyn meanders through the history like a lost cowboy. He seems easily distracted and takes way too much time on side paths explaining other backstories or events, to the point where it ends up messing with the flow of his main narrative. An example of this was the story of Cynthia Ann Parker. The book opens with an account of a Comanche raid on a small settlement occupied by the Parker family. During that raid, nine-year-old Cynthia Ann was kidnapped by the Comanches and grew to love her captors. Her son Kwana is the same Kwana mentioned in the book's subtitle. There's a compelling story to be told there, but once the raid is covered, Gwyn moves away from Cynthia for quite some time. The Parkers are mentioned here and there, but it's not until chapter 8 that we get a chapter called The White Squaw. Finally, I thought we can get into the story, a story that was one of the inspirations for the movie The Searchers. But no sooner had the chapter started than Gwyn goes off on a tangent about cholera and other diseases and barely covers her story. He eventually comes back and we learn more about her, but the tangent was so far off the track that it just muddied everything. Then, at other times, Gwyn goes into heavy detail on some things, and then others, like the Battle of Honey Springs in 1863, in which 3,000 Union troops from Kansas defeated 6,000 Texans and Indians, are just mentioned in passing. The book just felt all over the place and jumped around the timeline so much that it got a bit confusing by the end. I've also read Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee, and while that was a thorough and moving account, Empire of the Summer Moon loses any emotional punch of the slow downfall of the Indian people by jumping around too much and losing focus on the theme stated on the book cover. Mm-hmm.